let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Our I figured it out. I got the details on our live spectacular. 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 Mm, they're spectacular. And no, I'm not calling it the end of the year CJ Morgan live show spectacular. Just because of that South Park clip. Or maybe I am. Maybe I am. But uh, I jotted down some ideas, Spencer. Yeah. Tell me if you think this is good. If this is fun. Shoot me. So oh, first, don't do that. No, Shoot. I need. Uh, read off the things to me. Uh, basically, we're going to be at Kung Fu Saloon, Rock Rose in the Domain, four to seven Friday, doing a live broadcast. You, myself, Emily, and Matt are going to be there. Main thing is uh, we're going to be raising money for select local charities. I chose Central Texas Docks and Rescue. Uh, Health Alliance for Austin Musicians, Central Texas Food Bank, the Sims Foundation, Habitat for Humanity, the Safe Children Shelter, Other Ones Foundation, and uh, this one's really cute. I follow them on Instagram, the Central Texas Pig Rescue. Oh, They just have a farm with a bunch of cute little pigs yeah, that say little mini baby pigs. Big ones, too. Oh, yeah. A big, lot of pigs. Big, big porkers. Nice. Uh, big old hogging ones. Uh, yeah, pigs so, are wild. Here's what we're going to do. You bring $10. I said 20 but that sounds like a lot. $10 donation gets you a Plinko chip and a cold beverage if you're over uh, 21. Yeah. Drop the chip. It's going to land on a slot in our punishment Plinko that has a charity associated with a prize. I'm going to bring Lego sets, swords, autograph band merch, all that crap. Um, and every donation gets your name in a hat for a grand prize. Two pairs of tickets to see the Two Nights in Metallica, AT&T Stadium, August 18th and 20th. So it sounds fun, right? Yeah, that's sure. the spiel. Um, I mean, Plinko's just fun to do it, even when there's no prizes involved. You just like to get to watch the little the little puck. I know, do a little clink 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 here there's, and there, and you're like, a reason, "Where's it gonna go?" I'm so excited. It's fun, and there's yeah. a the reason Prices Right is so uh, <laughs> popular. It's because of yeah. those dumb games. Plinko, man. Uh, speaking of dumb games, I thought we're gonna do a live version of Editor Bet It. Oh man. Uh, maybe even uh. include humans if they want to play Editor Bet It, which is basically pop culture two truths and a lie. Uh, there's going to be live punishment, Plinko. I have two punishments coming. Matt will inflict them upon me there. That's right. You're going to have to chew some toenail gum, I believe. And shave my head. And I have holiday parties this weekend. (laughs) So that's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm going to play some of the dog songs that uh, you've compiled Ah, for my puppy. And uh, maybe a live Did You Know and some more stuff. Oh, man. That sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It It genuinely sounds like I'm not going to have a horrible night. We might. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to be around anymore. Yeah, same. Anyhow, hey. we'll see you uh, this Friday. Mark your calendar. Join us. Uh, Kung Fu Saloon Rock Rose. Details at 101x.com slash CJ. And let's uh, let's start finding a way to bail now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The CJ Morgan Show. End of the year. Spectacular. 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 Mm, they're spectacular. Go back. Go forward. Just go. Today, December 8th, is National Pretend to Be a Time Traveler Day, where you can pretend to be a time traveler. Step in a TARDIS, flip open your DeLorean, or whatever it might be. Let's all be time travelers. Ooh, Spencer, I'm from the future, and I have a grave warning about your butt. Hey, your butt will stink! I don't know why everyone from the future has that voice, but they do. With grave warnings about your butt. Um, well, I don't know. There's probably new technology that makes butts not stink. But that's why they're coming from the future to tell you that your butt stinks. Because yeah. you're, you're going to ruin it. Or well, how about this? Howdy, y'all. I'm a cowboy from the past. We weren't even called cowboys, but during these stagecoaches around, ain't even got a horse. Do they actually talk like that? I don't know, man. I just pulled this day because it was so stupid. It's and I, want, I wanted to play Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only okay. My only reason for doing this. Uh, I was going to say, not, I mean, every day we're, every day we're traveling. We're, we're time traveling yeah. right now as the seconds pass. 
very It's true. not the most interesting way to look at it, but we're all time travelers. Time and On space, the way to death. The same thing. <laughs> Entropy of life slowly running up. But it's more fun to think about if you could go to the future, which there are some we're actual scientific We're already going there currently. As we speak. <laughs> so sorry. Man, now I'm getting all Donnie Darko about sorry this. Sorry to ruin it for you, silly um, fools. Sounds pretty heavy. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Oh, this is heavy. You can go to the future, but you can't come back, is what some people think and say. But traveling to the future isn't how you think it is. It's more about moving at incredible speeds, close to the speed of light, and then returning to your destination. And by then... Uh, time works differently. Oh, it's and time dilation. And, uh, yeah, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. This uh, isn't weird or wired. I don't know if people are... This is today's Time Traveler Day. Oh, yeah, weird or wired actually has science brought in by Matt, and we'll do that but later. But here, here's a fun question. I guess... Uh, Can you go to the past? Well, since, since you're a um, big history guy, is there a specific time in history, like one specific maybe event or time period and culture that you would go back and visit? Based Man, on what you've read? The, the easiest thing would be like, oh, I want to go back to the days of ancient Rome because that's probably, as a kid, one of the most biggest popular things yeah. in, in Western history you learn about Plus right off the bat. if you're a kid, you get to see those those, those half boobies that are hanging and out of the toilets. Yeah. In bathhouses. Oh, um, man. So I think about that, but I'm more interested in periods of societal collapse, like the, the age where the, you know, the... Uh, the late Bronze Age collapse. I would like to go back because they're starting to believe that human and sophisticated civilizations existed before or around 10,000 BC. So I would, I don't know, I'd like to go way back and be like, what's yeah. going on, dog? That'd be pretty what's cool. happening here? And like yeah. a little bubble and see, but I don't. I wouldn't picking one time's hard. I would yeah. want to pick many. T- I would want to like learn the mysteries of the pyramid. Like that's the thing. Is I hope for the brief moment when I die, even though I really think once you die, it's just all the endorphins, dopamine, other things rush to your brain, and whatever sense you're in at that gives you that experience. Time slows down in your brain when you die, so that second of death seems like an eternity, maybe for you. Uh, so that's where the concept of heaven and hell come from, or from people that have had uh, uh, um, you know near death experiences. So I don't know if I get this, but I would like to just know all the mysteries of the earth and all these unsolved things that we've heard and learned about. What happened to Jimmy Hoffa? Yeah. Is Elvis on the moon? Okay, Who okay, built the pyramids? Okay, okay. What happened to okay. Gobekli Tepe? Uh, a little, little off the uh, topic here. You, That's not you, exactly time travel, but no, you're you absolutely die, right. you probably won't know. You won't care because you'll be existing in another plane. But yeah, I'd, uh, I'd want to go back to then. What about you? What would be a fun time? Everyone's going to stink. So yeah, you know, yeah. there's not as much antiseptic, antiseptics, but yeah. So my time um, would be uh, uh, middle think, middle Bronze Age around the Mediterranean. What was it? I think I'd probably travel back to like. Hey, Spencer, welcome. You like to go rob a state? Red Dead times. No, no, okay. no, no. Maybe just about a year ago before the show started. So I could try to so stop it from getting created. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a good. I one. hate my no. Please do that. I still think that new AI app is creepy, uh, but evidently CJ finally did Linza and wants me to now do it. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Yes, Emily, I do. Welcome to Social Cues Internet Things on the radio. Uh, I did do Linza. It turned out to be fun, and now... I'm wanting to do it for the reasons other people are. Pure okay. vanity oh. <laughs> of having uh, magic mystical photos. Um, but I was actually a little disappointed um, because I only got a few results of what I wanted. Oh. I, I like doing these internet things to kind of make fun of them, but also it's still fun to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, let me explain the app first. Lenza is an app that you upload 10 photos and um, it gives you a roll of 50 photos yeah. um, of different kind of art things. And that's what the trouble is, is it's AI art, but it also um, is apparently and probably stealing from existing like deviant sure. art yeah. and other kind yeah, of. Absolutely. Yeah, I was about to say, not to be woke, but that's kind of one of the reasons why I haven't done it yet is because there are a lot of claims that 
the AI has been stealing yeah. other people. Other because it just pulls artists. from the internet. I don't to think fill this gaps. would be as big a deal if they weren't. What, aren't they charging you a few bucks yeah. to do this? Which more than seems that. A um, bit yeah. Tell me. Take me through the process. So it's actually, more than that. You download the app, and uh, it is forty nine ninety nine a, a year. What? Um, yeah, but that's, you, that's scummy. Are you but, kidding? Yes, but that's you can scum. you can do a free trial. So that's what I did. I did the free trial. And then uh, you upload your 10 photos. And the other problem was I had trouble doing 10 photos because my whole thing is I wanted uh, 10 photos of me on toilets, mm-hmm. um, different toilets. Mm-hmm. I yep, even different locations. found older ones, different locations, different outfits. And only, <laughs> only a few of them were usable. Um, it really has to be an up-close, high-quality selfie. Almost like from the, the chest sort of up, right? Yeah, sort of you like wanted full straight body. Straight up head. Yeah. Or as I guess <laughs> as I guess for females, because we touched on this Monday, Yes, um, there were a lot of people that were like, my boobs are bigger. And yeah. I, I even mentioned the AI I, is, I had a friend. A it, yes. Uh, well, maybe it just learns that people that do that kind of art like to draw curvy women. Boobies. Um, but yeah. yeah, I had a friend that was like her, one of the ones she posted, her boob was just out. She had like a dress <laughs> on and then just a boob that was out. Was like like a, a Renaissance a, painting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyhow, so you uh, you download the app, you do the free trial, which I got to cancel. Um, and yeah, then don't you, forget about that. That's how they get you. you. I know. I've I, luckily I found on my phone where you can see all your uh, subscriptions, subscriptions, and it's easy to drop there. Mm-hmm. Um, which yes, I'm going to do that as we're talking about this. And then you upload your photos, and then it generates a uh, um, like I said, a Rolodex of fifty, depending on whatever payment you do. I chose three ninety nine to get my fifty. And then you go through the 50. And, well, you can download them all, hmm. but you pick, you know, kind of your best. At right. first, people were just keeping it classy. You do, when you do these things, you got to self-edit, and you do four at most. That's kind of, you know, what what it started. But now people are just posting Here's 10. all, all like, of them. Oh, come on. Yeah. Um, but I was a little, really disappointed um, because they didn't get enough toiletness. There were I some cool-looking ones, but there were enough that were really good that I was clearly on the looked like I was on the toilet. And I'll show you. There by is one up my good Facebook. one where it looks like you're sitting there and but, you're like holding something. Yeah, but it almost looks like you're a pilot or you're like a some. Uh, yeah, it looks like you have a uniform well, on there, or something. There's also a heroin one that looks good. <laughs> all right, so this one was a toilet one. Yeah, you look very sad. <laughs> um, this one I don't get. Uh, this one I don't get. Um, this one's a toilet one, clearly. Clear, what do you um, mean clearly? You're just looking down. This one looks like down. I'm a heroin addict or a, actually a meth because <laughs> well, it has like a little pipe looking thing. Well, yeah. just caught your um, Oh, I like these. There's two of me. Sitting down. Uh, this this, is, that That's the best That's one. even literally the photo from the bathroom that it remade into like I'm an astronaut or something. Uh, that one's just the uh, the thousand year emperor from yeah. the Sith. You're smiling in none of these, uh, by yeah, the way. Yeah, too cool. Um, but so, so this is... Yeah. This is one of the toilet pictures that worked that it took a lot of stuff from. And then this one, too, of me looking down. So I did yeah. have a lot that were clearly the doo-doo pics, um, but but not not really enough. Um, yeah. But still, I, I paid the money for the dumb thing. I did it. You did it. Do you feel guilty? No, no, no because I wanted to do a bit. I'm just yeah. disappointed it wasn't as obvious I was on the toilet. But once you see the before and after. Then it's funny. It, it is. Um, it's it's just. It looks like you. So many people are, are doing it that, you know, whatever. It's a thing. Do I recommend it? I don't know because I didn't even read the privacy in terms of condition. Oh, no, they, they got you. They, they got, got the, you. They got your face like uh, identity You're stuff gonna have uploaded to a facial recognition. Mars or I didn't do the old person one that was real popular yeah, um, back years in the ago. day. Uh, no, and then Lisa, my fiance, did it for me and I sent it to my mom and she's like, that's really mean. Your dad doesn't look like that because I looked like my dad but like way older. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, mom. And then my sister's like, mom, it's an app. And then she kept like yelling at us and we're like, no, mom, it's CJ but it's an app. Yeah, he doesn't actually <laughs> look like that. Anyhow, we, uh, they have the, all my stuff. We have an intern on the other morning show that I feel in for earlier this week, and she looked up the uh, terms and conditions as we were discussing Good it. Call. And they said that they keep the uh, they keep your selfies like that's their property now. The oh, things they, they the got things me that you've <laughs> uploaded to them. They have the digital copy of it, essentially the <laughs> NFT. I guess. Cool. The, they got the, me on the toilet. Yeah, they got yeah, you on the they toilet. They can do whatever with but those now, uh, photos. But now, now will help the facial recognition companies in no, the future. No, when I'm pooping. <laughs> the best gifts to get for your kids. Here for the parent pickup as a doggy dado. I know just some nice treats, some kangs with peanut butter, and 
Nice tummy rub. Same for the kiddos? Uh, yeah, kids love peanut butter and a tummy rub. Uh, make sure they're your kids. Okay, Joe Byron. And uh, here's something I'll tell you. We Earlier in the week, we talked about some cool stuff. What makes? What did I tell you guys? What makes a great gift for kids? Stuff you can play with, too. That's right, exactly. And uh, we talked about the, the Digimon tracker, fitness tracker, the light bright coming back. Uh, today, another one for throwback. I think this toy started maybe in the 70s, maybe even earlier, the 60s. Um, I remember them being around, not super popular when I was growing up, but uh, you guys are familiar with Spirograph? Yeah, uh, I had one as a kid where you could draw trippy little circles and it had different color pins you could put in there. Exactly. And they all ran out of ink. Oh, I think that's things. why maybe they're still catching on. You know, I had one briefly, and I, may, I remember as a kid, I was like, all right, it makes a design. What is, I, I'm not, mm, I'm not, mm, It was know. like a half hour playtime to pull all that out, so it wasn't totally engaging, but yeah, kind of fun, so now it's making a comeback. Well, a lot of those kids have grown up, and now they're into these adult coloring books. Spirograph said, hey, we want some of that money. They've come out with something called Spirograph Mandala. You know, the mandalas that everyone colors in. Well, now you can use Spirograph. It's a system of uh, plastic outlines, and you can actually build your own mandalas. Mandalas? 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 Time is a flat circle. And uh, that's 30 bucks. That's not really why I brought this in, though. I brought it in for something else they're making. Uh, there's also the Spyro keychain, and it's the Spyro. It's the Spirograph on the go. It's really small. So it's like uh, um, one of those uh, fidget spinner in well, a way that maybe you can kind of. It fits on a keychain, and your kid could have it. And what it would probably work for is if car, you car restaurant. Yeah, if you have like ten minutes somewhere. But I didn't bring it in for this either. I brought it in for this one because I could see you playing with this. By the way, that keychain's like fifteen bucks, like twelve to fifteen bucks. This one's $20. It's also from Spirograph, and it's called the Spirograph Animator. Okay? Now, imagine this. You use your Spirograph to draw in particular designs. You scan it on your phone. No, 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 no. It's, it's all analog. It goes on this little, almost like a record player, tiny record player, that then starts spinning your design, and then from the sides... It shoots in strobe lights. Mm. So the whole thing starts to take on this really trippy, almost 3D look. Oh, yeah. And I, the minute I saw it, I thought, I'm going to get one of these for CJ. I could see this working for CJ. This is, uh, yeah, this would have been fun for a good old fashioned college turn the black lights on party back in the day. Yeah. I mean, this is parent pickup, so we'll allude to what uh, we're talking about. But, yeah, but the yeah. entire time I looked at this, I was like, yeah, this would be awesome for a kid. And then I could see CJ taking it on a camping trip out to the desert somewhere. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Let's take that $20 of fun, combine it with $20 other dollars of fun, and see if you can have $1,000 worth of uh, introspection. Spoiler alert, you can until something bipedal comes up into your campground and you got to set booby traps all night. What, what bipedal are you seeing in the campground? I heard it. I didn't see it. Oh, well. I heard it. Okay. okay. Could have been another camper. I don't no, know. they. Were, I was in the middle of the desert in nowhere, in Big Bend State Ranch Park. Uh, I thought I would bring this one back too, and this would be my last suggestion for a Christmas gift, unless I find more over the the weekend or something. But uh, this one is not only kid tested and approved, but it is show tested and approved. And I didn't see it on any of the same lists, but I'm going to let you know, as someone who thoroughly enjoyed the, using this this year, that gel blasters are absolutely something you should get for your kids that you yes. can thoroughly enjoy. I got yeah. one right here. I know I mean, you dude, do. we we were uh we were innovative. We were the first to play with it kind of. Um but yeah, they're a blast literally. And, and the reason is is because, you know, having the little dart gun Nerf Wars, it's fun. As a matter of fact, we played capture the flag at Matt's house when I was the only in Adult invited to a child's birthday mm -hmm, party. Mm -hmm. Easy target. And it became no, no. I was I was leading the strategy. We had one ringer on our team. Uh, your 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 son's friend that's like really good at sports and everything. You mean the guy who like is already going to get drafted even though he's like seven years old? Oh yeah, yeah. He <laughs> was awesome. But the main problem with that, and I, I'm not just criticizing you. It's just what happens with these sort of things. Are you run out of darts? You run right. out of ammo. And I think Agreed. he had three total darts. So whoever controlled the darts. Wins. With the gel blasters, it's little beads. Um, the specific gel blaster brand, you only have to soak for a couple hours. You don't have to do overnight. They sting a little bit, but they don't hurt or wound you like a pellet gun yeah, would. Yeah, it's not a long-lasting pain. It's, it's, it's exactly. gone after like two seconds. And it's infinitely cheap. You can make tons of these, so you have enough little fun bullets to continue playing, and it's not as expensive or as uh, 
breakable as reusing the nerf things. It, it's awesome. And the guns themselves, they make noise. They go, da, 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 and they look like futuristic and space age. So it's, it's dude, Joe Blaster's <laughs> rule. I think there are a ton of brands now that are coming out with these same, they call them, uh, uh, Gelastic Fund, or so, you know, but, but Gel Blasters in Austin. It's an Austin company, company right? Brand. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I'll, I'll lean into them, and also Gel Blaster just sounds better than uh, Plus, yeah. gel-based uh, pistol fun or whatever. <laughs> it well, is. We They're, we did a comparison with the generic ones I bought and the Gel Blaster brand, and they're they're better quality, they're higher quality, they're awesome. But mm. these are super cool. If you don't know what they are, just imagine. A miniature paintball gun with miniature paintballs that don't that leave paint not as expensive and don't and it leave a hurt. stain anywhere. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Uh, and they started around twenty bucks, so I say thumbs up. The face, wait, the mustache, the Boston, CJ Morgan. Let's do some sports betting. Uh, World Cup resumes tomorrow. We are now down to the nitty-gritty, the exciting part of it. So uh, we're going to move the sports bet for this week up to Thursday. And Matt, I'm going to make it very simple. Just straight up, win-loss. There's not going to be a draw because we're in the knockout phase of uh, four World Cup matches. You want to play? Uh, sure. Okay. 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 Sounds good. And then uh, tomorrow we will be live for the CJ Morgan Spectacular at uh, Kung Fu Sloan Rock Rose in the Domain, and we're going to do a mega super sports bet. That's awesome. Can I can I go to that 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 thing at uh, Kung Fu Sloan? I just call in. Okay. Yeah, or fax your results to me. Okay, I'll do that. That'll be easier. Uh, All right, you guys have fun. Thank we you. will. Hey, Spenny, should we bring Matt? Yes. Matt, do you want to come? Nah, I'll be here. Okay. Uh, here we go. Tomorrow, kicking off 9 a.m., Croatia, the uh, World Cup runner-up from uh, 2018 versus Brazil, the overall favorite so far in this uh, tournament. Croatia, Brazil, who you got? Luka Modric versus Neymar. I'm sorry, it's Brazil. Brazil looks kind of uh, incredible right now, and you didn't even tell me they're the favorite. I don't see Croatia besting Brazil in that match. Yeah, they are a little, they're getting older. Um, they got, uh, they got, a, they got a, a fighter's chance. Um, but yeah, no Manduzic uh, to produce their scoring. Are you getting Modric into the weeds right here? Oh, this yeah, is not yeah. the stuff that people care about. They just yeah, let know the name of countries. Okay, man. All right, uh, Netherlands who knocked out the United States. Yeah, no, but Argentina's going to beat them. Yeah, Argentina's going to beat the Netherlands. Argentina, and that sets up a very interesting semifinals of Argentina versus Brazil. Let's move on to Saturday's matches. Uh, the underdog, the Cinderella, Morocco, beating Spain nil-nil. Yeah, but they're but but uh, Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, Portugal's going to win that one. Okay, uh, Matt picking all the favorites thus far. Well, let's go into a very interesting one where it's really really even. I think you're going to get into the one that England I can't and make a, uh, that I can't make a decision. France, on. of course, the uh, winner of the last 2018 World Cup, uh, missing some uh, key players this year. Uh, Benzema, one of one of the name ones, but still uh, Mbappe is looking the best to win the Golden Boot. Then you have England. Is soccer coming home to England? Are they going to move on? This is a match of historic rivals. It, it is historic rivals, and I can't think of two kind of like national teams that I really have a greater distaste for than uh, England and France. Uh, and so it's really there's no winners here. Um, Did you ever see the video of the uh, the English players? After uh, they lost, so England Wembley hosted the Euros a couple of years ago, and Italy won. And then, as the Italian fans are leaving, just like a mob of English brutes, the hooligans, soccer hooligans, were just the kicking ultra, up, the beating the, crack and the hooligans. Out yeah, they, I, at the stadium. Yeah, it's insane. That makes you hate England. Like part of you is like, man, they haven't won since the '60s. We want football to come home, but. Damn, I, I do. I dislike France and England. Uh, I was fortunate enough to soccer. go watch um, a series of rugby matches uh, when I was in uh, Ireland for uh, some time. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was interesting to talk to everybody over there because they're like, "We don't. We there's nothing that Ireland can do to save ourselves. We're out of the running." But anytime you're in any of these certain countries and you can beat England, that's all it's about. It's yeah. all about can you because England has essentially been a bully. They've jailed all of our people over the years. They took a chunk of the the constant wars. Yeah, the, yeah. They, they took they, wars. They would take all of our goods. Everyone likes to root against England. And um, I don't know why France turns my belly so much, but when I watched them play a match earlier, I just didn't like. I didn't like the way they looked. You know what I mean? Yeah. They seemed smug on the on the pitch. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to say though, however, 
I think England may win this. Okay. England's your pick. And you know what? They're not even they're not even Islanders. You know, the the Irish were the picks. The Scots, you had the the Angles. So they were first invaded uh, by a bunch of Nordsmen, and then by French, and then the Hanovers, the ruling monarchy. Yeah, they're German. Yeah, yeah, you're doing that thing. They're not even English. You're doing that thing again, where you get into a bunch of stuff that nobody cares about in sports bets. They're not even English. I just remembered something from my childhood that I guess I completely buried. <laughs> Time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Nerd! Discovery Channel Kids. Does anybody remember that? Because it was awesome. No clue, but you know what I just remembered? I had a Master P phase for a while. Today I remembered Master P, Silk to Shocker. Like, (laughs) I I don't know why, but I remembered Master P today. I have no idea what that is. Nah, nah, nah. Was Bun B wasn't part of the. Oh, no limit group. Just no, I'm just general. I'm, uh, no, <laughs> around I'm saying the same era. <laughs> straight up no limit. Oh damn, Master okay. P. Well, I'm glad. Uh, is that a TV show? Yes. It, did you find a TV show? <laughs> yes, I okay. did find a TV show. No, I was about to say you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to make this a thing, and you're gonna have to go back and explain old shows that are from your childhood to me because no I definitely have no idea. I but told you, nah, 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 nah. I, make him say, uh. I've never heard of that. That's because you're not from New Orleans. You don't get it. Do you have to be from New Orleans? No. No. <laughs> this whole thing is going to over my head. Yes, Anyways, Emily. the topic at hand. Um, I went down a wormhole one night, as one does. There's yes. a uh, YouTube channel that I've been following for years. They're called Threadbanger. And one of the main guys on there, his name is Rob Czar. And I decided just to like Google him. I don't know why. I was like, I'm just going to Google him. And then I realized that he was a host of this little show that I used to watch on Discovery Kids on Whoa. NBC back in like 2005. Okay, so I knew Disney was a big thing. Yes. Uh, Nickelodeon. Dis- what Discovery other kids things kids. did I watch? But I don't remember Discovery exactly. Kids. Exactly, because it's very niche. And the more that I look into it, the less and less there is online about Discovery Kids. Um, there's really? A, yeah, the one that... Oh, yes, 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 controversy. Um... So, the one that Rob Czar was on, the guy from the YouTube channel, it was a show called Operation Junkyard, and I guess he helped to produce the show, but this was before he was anybody. And it was just like he had a bunch of different kids on different teams. Is this where they would build stuff? They would go to the junkyard and they'd build things. I remember this. Nope. You remember... Junkyard Wars. Junkyard Wars, which it was based off of. And basically every single one of these Discovery Kids shows were actually based on real shows. But for (laughs) some reason, they made them kid-friendly. I don't really know. So they had Operation Junkyard. They had another one called dominated that called Flight Twenty Nine Down, and it was basically kids' version of Lost. Uh, Holy so, hell! Why did I never watch? This is all. It's because my you genre. Were, you were watching actual Lost. Remember, yeah. this is like two thousand five, oh, yeah, two thousand six. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> For me, I wasn't watching real Lost. I was yeah. watching Flight Twenty Nine Down. Dude, what a genius down. move! Just take like real existing yes. things and make yeah. it for That's kids. That's literally like what the they did. Kids bought for TV shows. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it was like a comedy drama, and and I know the only person to come out of it that it was like kind of successful was Corbin Blue because he ended up actually oh yeah Corbin Blue he he was on High School Musical eventually down oh. the line so oh, that's right gotta 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 get your head in the game he was in that yes yes oh, yes God. yes um, oh, so man. Flight Twenty Nine Down that was one of them another one it was called Darcy's Wild Life and this one featured Sarah Paxton do you know her at all um, sounds familiar it's Bill probably. Paxton's daughter um, <laughs> oh, maybe looking her up currently uh, she she was in what I know her from is from Aquamarine um, oh, but man. in Apparently Sleepover in and a liar. bunch of other stuff hmm. but the whole premise of the show it was really stupid it was just about some somebody's daughter who moves her daughter away from Malibu to raise her in the normal environment in the country so basically she's just like my daughter is too spoiled. I'm going to send her to the country and I'm going to work at a vet clinic and she is going to have to live in the country with me and work with animals instead of be a prissy 
uh, Miami girl <laughs> or Ma- Malibu girl. So that was another one. Um, this one was my personal favorite. It was called Trading Spaces Boys versus Girls, and it was also based <laughs> on a real show called Trading yeah. Spaces. Yeah. Dude, this rules. I wish this was around when I was a kid. Exactly. I and love that, this. And that's why I wanted to tell you about this, because these hey, were all things that I constantly watched. We I had watched Nickelodeon so Gas and Double Dare and a bunch of cool, yeah, weird yeah. Nickelodeon Dude, slime a ki- stuff. Dude, a kid version of Junkyard Wars, that was literally what I was doing every day as a kid. Yeah. Building clubhouse stuff and weapons and electronics out of crap I would scavenge and find. Damn. Like engineering mm-hmm. stuff. You were living it then. Oh, man. My dad used to get mad because... I would pull apart like lawnmowers and other things. I made a spring gun, which was my greatest invention. Ooh, that's uh, you, cool. You know those, mis- those, those, so there's a thing with five springs that you use to work out. You pull apart like this. So I took yeah. the springs off that. I bent the ends. I took a fishing pole, broke the fishing pole, and then took a, a screen door latch. And then what you do is you'd pull the spring back, you would latch the screen door latch on it, and then hold it like a, a rifle, and you would press the screen door latch, and the spring would shoot, and then it would hit the other kids, and it wouldn't ah. just, it would hurt when it thumped you, but it would pinch and get on your skin. Like, so it would, it would hold on, it was a great, we used to have wars, we would just have huh. clubhouse wars, and I would make these magnificent weapons. <laughs> wow. So you're like the tinkerer, you're the... Uh... Yeah, and when I was a kid, I was really into, I, I loved Barbie, so I loved fashion, and I loved anything that had to do with- Zip uh, lines. Also <laughs> making zip lines. Yes, perfect. That's exactly it. Uh, no, home design, room design. So I love trading spaces, boys versus girls. The whole premise is you would get a girl who needed her room to be redone and a boy that needed her room to be redone. And they would meet up and they would have their little posse. So she'd have all her girlfriends and he'd have all his boyfriends. And, and they would meet the up and they would do the guys' switch. room. She, the girls would cool. live in the guys' room. The boys <laughs> would live in the girls' room. And they would redo the rooms based on things that they liked. But the funny part about the show... My sister and I kind of did a little bit of this. Is, you know, they're kids. So the things that they choose to hyperfixate on is hilarious and yeah. very specific. So there's literally one where it's just a cup room. Bro, I'm And gonna, they just like build a bunch of stacking cups. And I, the whole room is that. I'm going to get so baked this weekend and I'm just going to watch Discovery Kids. Yeah. This sounds awesome. I think some of it is on YouTube, but other than that, I'm telling you, it's it's becoming a lost media. Well, do you know why? Because it was part of COINTELPRO brainwashing program to get kids uh, to be more subservient to the ah, government. Ah, you're right. It's a CIA thing. It is a CIA Operation thing. Chaos. <laughs> All right. Operation... Discovery. What, what was the LSD one? MK Ultra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Master P. That explains a lot about me, then. ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. Can cats and dogs ever get along? Please, somebody help me. Yes, but I think it has to be a situation where they were around, maybe especially with the dog, they were around the cat or cats as a puppy. Yeah, they grew up. I, I, we had a mm. dog and a cat that were similar, and they grew up together, and they were just fine. Yeah. Are you thinking um, about adopting? No, no. Uh, what do you mean? I already have dogs. a child. I don't hate dogs. I just I already dogs. have a cat. Uh, I have a lovely little black... Okay, little is a stretch. She's pretty giant. Mm. She's, she's a chonk. She's pretty chonky. A uh, black cat named Lucy, the love of my life, and... She's she's chill. She's ten. Uh, I did. I thought she was older. A couple of weeks ago, I found a picture of when we first got her, and I always call her my little old lady because I thought she was at least thirteen. And then I found this picture, and I was like, "Oh, you are only ten? Like that's pretty young still for a cat. Cats yeah. can live up to twenty. So she's only halfway through her life, which made me very happy. Um, but she's an older cat." And she's she grew up with dogs. She's fine with dogs. Absolutely cannot do cats. So I've never lived with another cat because she can't do that. Um, my roommate has a dog, a adorable, lovely, and sweet little pug named Patsy. Oh. Um, at Patsy Buns on Instagram. Pugs I are just cute. shouted Instagram out her Instagram. Uh, she's great. Uh, how old is uh, little Patsy? Um, she was a. Here's the thing. She was adopted by. My roommate um, from she was saved from one of those breeding farms or uh-huh. something, so they don't really know. Um, but because she grew up in a breeding farm, 
she doesn't really have the best social, social. Oh. you know social things when it comes to other animals. Okay. So much like Jason rescued a golden doodle from a breeding farm, your friend also rescued No, a she like legitimately dog. No, I know. A lot yeah, of times yeah, yeah. those will get busted and shut down and they'll have like a ton of puppies yeah. and dogs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the thing with her though is she really really wants to be friends with Lucy and it's the most pathetic thing ever just to see this tiny little pug just really really want try someone, want a buddy to play yeah, with dogs are pack be, animals they wants need to be friends um but the issue is she doesn't properly show her love to Lucy without it making it seem like she's going to rip her brains out. Uh, so instead of being normal dog and going up and, and sniffing her butt, she'll just sit there and aggressively yell at her because she wants Lucy to pay attention. They want to play chase. Oh, or, yeah. 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 And then Lucy or... takes that as, oh my God, I hate you. Let me yeah. hiss at you. It's like two different cultures trying to get along. It is. It's two different never languages. never researched the other cultures. So yeah. Exactly. It's also a thing where dogs just need to learn. So if Lucy like claws at her, like dogs just that that oh, needs yeah. to happen. Oh, and but it's, hap- it's happened like it does, a, t- a few times. It does kind of suck when you're living with someone because then that can become even more stressful and it can, you know, yeah. mess with y'all's dynamic. Yeah, it doesn't bother me uh, just because Patsy, like I said, she's a little she's a little pug. I can mm. I can easily <laughs> grab that thing and throw it over my shoulder yeah. and like carry it out of the room. Um, not that I would ever do that to, to Patsy, but uh, and I know that she would never hurt Lucy. I know that Lucy would f her s up. Does Lucy? I guess still have her claws. Oh yeah. Yeah, because declawing is bad. Oh don't, don't yeah. Don't declaw your cat. Lucy is very pro claw in this household. Look at my hands. She likes oh, to wow. play okay. rough. Um, I say a lot of times cats will bat without their claws out initially. Yeah. Just to warn As a you, warning. But, um, uh, but I really, <laughs> I really want them to. I just want them to coexist. They don't have to be friends. They don't have to do anything. But I'm just trying to figure out a way to have them coexist. Because the issue is, anytime that Patsy is in my room, Lucy is always on my bed. And Patsy's a little too small to see what's on top of my bed. But as soon as she gets a glimpse, then she's like, oh my gosh, I have to run and try to jump on this bed. And then she just slams her face into the side of the bed. Perfect. Instead of, because she can't reach. How how tall is your bed? (laughs) It's pretty tall, actually. I guess pugs are little little tiny pups. Yeah. Get stairs like I did for Mr. President. And let Patsy on my bed? Yeah. For them to to brawl it out yeah, on my that's bed. Fun. Uh, uh, give them a little bit of Molly and just like let them just <laughs> play some good yeah. some good music. Put them right and next let to each other. Music. Let them cuddle. Let them work yeah, it out. Yeah, let them let them figure it out. <laughs> woman to woman, right? So, um, but I don't I don't know. I I feel bad. Like I said, it doesn't bother me. But I know my roommate gets annoyed by Patsy being upset. Um, I know it's not our fault. And she's like, no, it's it's not anything to do with you or Lucy. But I just want them to be friends. So what do I do? Do I need to start including Patsy in my room more? Well, that and might like, stress uh, your cat out then. Yeah, that's... She's pretty chill until she feels attacked. Well, here's the thing. Cats, I mean, cats and dogs are both very heavily scent oriented when it comes to their territories and you know yeah. Lucy's probably rubbed all up around your room and pissed everywhere and, well, no not, and she has only done that everywhere. one time and I know there's a good trick to where to uh, to get animals to like each other sometimes you take some of the other animal's hair and rub it on the other cat or something but it can still is mess with them is that witchcraft that sounds like witchcraft um, it, it, it might it could like CJ said potentially stress her out if a lot more of the dog scent starts Ah. Happening in the room. Now, I'm not a cat expert or anything, but I've grown up around a ton of cats and stuff. And yeah. They can be very weird about huh. it. It just depends on the particular cat. So you know Lucy better. Oh, yeah. And if you start noticing that, maybe obviously pull the dog back some. Lucy but. can be quite a female dog sometimes. Yeah. Um, my, my favorite example, this this also happens with when I bring men over. She does not like when I bring men over and they're in my bed. <laughs> so they smell. Well, yeah, because you aren't colognes and gross. <laughs> yeah, because they're not married. Well, yeah, because she's just used to you and her being exactly. in there. Exactly. One time I brought this guy over and she was so upset that he was there that she um, used my suitcase full of clothes as a litter box, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. which has never mm-hmm. happened before. And that Sounds was like my Lucy's sign. Sounds like Lucy's just a bitch. She, a she, bit. she's, she's she owns a, you. She, you don't own her. She owns you. That is correct. That's like pickle she's with me. She's a sassy me. little lady. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's what you need to do. Um, grab the pug. 
Okay. Uh, bring the pug to work. Yes. So I can Aww. blow on its tummy. Um, I love blowing Aww. on pugs' tummies. <laughs> she, would, she would enjoy that. What about Lucy? Uh, no, know. dude. I, I had a, a cat. My roommate, Chewy, had a cat, Clawsby, that loved me, but I would just get into like, you know how a cat or a dog will lay next to you and you'll just pet them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can do that with a dog, but then out of nowhere, Clawsby would just claw the sh- crap out of me. Almost yeah. cussed no, it, made me he, so mad. He, yeah. would, he, would, he, would, he used to do that a lot where he just hiss all of a sudden, even though he was loving you petting him. But Yeah, Lucy bro- does bro- that too. I broke through that mold. <gasps> he loves me now. Clawsby loves me. Yeah, well, Clawsby got his nards cut off. Ha ha, take that. <laughs> Yikes. All right, here we go live. <clears throat> and you never know who's going to stop by the 101X Studios. Funnyman Mike Weeby joining us. Mike, how are you? Oh, just great. It's good to be here in the drive time. Ah, good to have you folks are getting home. And boy, it is a parking lot out oh, there, boy. is it not? Oh, now, I'm told uh, you're a man of many exciting projects. And uh, I've seen you do so many different things. And you've now come up with a spoof goof band called... The Rivermen. <laughs> the River Boy Handlers. There you go. Oh, that's very appropriate for the yeah. weird conspiracy. See, we yeah, were, well, yeah, we, 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 did we were talking on the way thing, in yeah. about how you, how to uh, do social media and yeah, yeah. lean into the conspiracy we stuff. We did have a conspiracy thing happen recently because we have an album cover that has kind of some Masonic. We wanted to recreate a Masonic looking thing and it got on some like uh, conspiracy YouTube yeah. page where they're like, look at these, look at what this means, what does it mean? And, Stuff like that, and I, I got on the, I got on the, uh, on the, <laughs> on the comment section, and just started writing real cryptic things. Like, hell yeah, we are watching this. The band knows what you speak of, and we will track you. And I, dude, I love it. And you're, you're proving, <laughs> in a way, you're proving worse. <laughs> a, a bit of a point I had already about this sort of thing because. For instance, last night I was, I don't know how I get in these rabbit holes, but I was looking at the uh, the Beatles Sgt. Pepper album where they had a whole bunch of wax and cardboard cutouts for oh, the yeah. photo shoot and like... One of them was, you know, Aleister Crowley, and they have three Shirley Temples. They have all this stuff, and people would just go in these crazy, like, conspiratorial, like, see this album cover, this means that, and I'm like, no, 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 weird band people and and comedians, and just want to do weird, messed up stuff because it's funny. Totally. Or because it is just that. It's kind of cryptic to have these hidden things. Witchy looks cool. It does. Hey, that's okay. Um, Here, let me, I can dump it, so we're good. We... It's okay. Ah, you, you, witchy stuff looks w- cool. Yeah. Occult stuff looks cool. Everyone gets one cuss on the yeah, radio. I was, um, I, was, I was still acting like I was out out in the playground with, with the boys. Dude, don't worry. We've uh, had so many podcasters that have uh, come on the radio show. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, we're just friends. Yeah. Uh, come on and be like, uh, oh, yeah, F yeah, man, dude, S has been great. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, just happens, you know. It's natural. Yeah. It comes out. Yeah. No oh, hold on. We no just, we've just been canceled. Where did you see that? Oh, Two man. in one day for 101X. Oof, oof, Just, uh, We'll oof, address oof, the elephant in the room oof, later. Point oof. being, uh, Mike Weeby's here, oh. and dude, uh, a lot of people know you from so many different things. Your recent band, uh, The Draculas, uh, you were hilarious as Princess Die uh, yeah. uh, re- recently. Uh, but uh, yeah, Riverboat Gamblers, probably the thing that old school 101X listeners might know you yeah, the most for. Yeah, sure. Uh, you got a show coming tomorrow, we right? We do. We're, we're playing at the 13th floor, which Former it used to beer be Beerland. Yeah. yeah, it still feels so weird to say... It's uh, not former Beerland. Is it like 13th floor, like Rocky Erickson kind of yeah, vibe? Yeah. Okay, that yeah, makes totally, sense. Then. Totally. It's All really, right. actually, I know the folks that are that are involved in, in the new spot, and it's like legit old Austin people. So it's not like some some Tesla run sort of thing, you know, some multi billionaire came in. So it's it's the right people that are there. They, they are the exact right people to take over the Beerland. Not space. picking just some old Austin centric name and yes, then trying exactly. to pace yeah, it over. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. It's super cool. I, I hope that like a lot. Of older, because uh, there's de- you know there's always like a scene thing of like things new now bad things before all good and, and it's like there is some of that yeah some new stuff isn't good but this is I think change, ultimately a change great happens back yeah. in my early early radio days on the station next door my impression of that guy and I still do is like I saw Stevie Ray Vaughan playing top <laughs> yeah. of a pallet fire when we was called Waterloo yeah. and that's and gonna happen for me to go there yeah. and that's gonna happen with every generation but man you've been uh, You've been banging and rocking for a while. And I remember the first time uh, seeing uh, the Riverboat Gamblers live before I even knew who you were. And then seeing uh, again 
kind of recently. I, I don't remember what it was at Hotel Vegas or something. But after that, I got to know you more because yeah. you're friends with my fiance. I've seen your comedy. I've seen uh, um, you and Avery several oh, times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, doing, yeah, yeah. What's sorry? What, the, the McEwens. The McEwens, yeah, the which yes. is where you're like super religious kind yeah, of comedians. Yeah. I love it. Actually. And you're also like very uh, kind of soft spoken and quiet. But man, when you're on stage, it's completely different. Yeah. Like, what, what is that? How do you channel and pull that out, or is it just you just, taking something that's been there? Childhood trauma, and oh, then yeah. you get it's an approach. Like the stage is the appropriate spot to right. uh, let go of the childhood trauma. I say. Good call. Let, let the yeah. demons out, you know? Let uh, the screams. What time's the show tomorrow? Uh, it starts at, I'm going to say, 8 o'clock? I like the question. I know mark. we play last, so it'll be later in the right. night. So let's just say 8 o'clock. Get there early. Have a cocktail. Enjoy yourself. Have some fun. Have some fun. You. It's time you did something for you. And I think we can thoroughly endorse. 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 Uh, hey, hey uh, we're going to endorse the robot gamblers. Yeah. Uh, Played a little bit of show tunes. Oh, my. Um, yes. <laughs> seriously, endorse. You guys kick ass. Um, one of the things that also... You kind of fell into the lexicon of Austin, uh, not internet fame, but a couple years ago. And I mean, maybe you tell the story. Talk about your injury and yeah, yeah. what happened from there. Because yeah. again, you forget all the stuff, and they're like, "Oh wait, it was that guy." Yeah, I, I was. I did. We did it. We, did, we used to do a show every, like a free show at uh, Jackalope every year, like a free afternoon day show at South by Southwest, and it's always real packed, and it was nuts. And and uh, old Twinkle Toes here uh, was was singing on the bar, running around the bar, and I took a little stage dive. But uh, right before the stage dive, I, I, I they Jackalope in a very cool way gave everyone a free shot, and I had everyone. <laughs> Toasting, nice, nice, nice. and I didn't realize that people care more about T.W. Samuel's liquor than old Mike Weeby. And I, know, I get the, that the whiskey flavored grain alcohol. Yeah, mm. I, I so everyone was toasting, and I jumped in the crowd. I land, I hit, I landed on my back, and I collapsed my lung. Holy uh, crap, man! So, so I went into the hospital, old, old St. Vincent's, uh, for a while there, and with a big tube stuck in mm. me while it slowly drained. Uh, fluid out T.W. of there. T.W. Samuels. Yeah, yeah, it was probably <laughs> and, and Florida um, South by Southwest Jackalope goo. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a rough. It was a rough couple months there. Really, it was. It, it was like a really rough two or three months, and then like it was still recovering for a good six months. Damn. Use your lung, apparently, for all types of stuff. You have two though. That's what I thought. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be fun. That's so, what I thought. But you finished the set, right? I finished the set. Okay, yeah. just, just I'm a professional. Not a screaming <laughs> much. Uh, I got childhood just, trauma. I'm not going to miss out on stage at, time at, or uh, more free shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go see Mike. Uh, go see the Riverboat Gamblers tomorrow at the former Beerland on what Red River it's and on Red 8th. River. Yeah, uh, it's now called Thirteenth Floor Riverboat Gamblers. Where can we uh, find you or the band on the internet to uh, see all your conspiracy theory stuff? We got. Mike Weeby, W-I-E-B-E, on all the social medias. Riverboat Gamblers on all the social medias. Dracula's on all the social medias. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just there to tell people the truth. Do your own research. Yes. Yeah. You know? Do your research that I tell you. Yeah, do just your YouTube video. Just asking questions, man. Yeah. Uh, just asking. Read the comments on Reddit. <laughs> I just got a text from our boss. You get one more cuss word before you go. Okay. No, no, no just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> uh, Riverboat Gamblers tomorrow, 13th uh, floor, man. I hope to come hang with us again. Yeah. Did you know? Oh. <sighs> Matt, tell us what did you know is. Uh, that you, is you where you well. find some random facts off the internet, and then you read them to us, and uh, then if I ever ask you a follow-up question, you yell at me and say, it's not about information, it's about me reading you the fact, just accept the headline and live that way. It's about the journey, not the destination. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, did you know if you're going to journey in the Sahara Desert, it's dangerous. It's bigger than the entire continental United States. The Sahara is about 3.6 million square miles. U.S. about uh, we're only a paltry three million. So don't don't go there. And they call, it's called the Sahara, and not your mom, which is weird because it's huge and dry, dry, mm-hmm. sandy. Did you know? Staying on the continent, continent African. <laughs> hey, guess what? Did you know you can't talk right now? I can't read. Okay, that's my problem. I told you I have dyslexia issues and asked you a year ago when we started Do doing Do not try to turn show, this around and make st- me feel bad for I, you screwing up. I asked you to stop bullying me. I'm not bullying you. I'm making fun of you. It's different. Me. 
Oh, to you. Did you turn my mic oh. off uh, the other day? <laughs> no. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, okay. did so. you know? African gray parents are the best species at learning human sounds. Did you say African gray parents? African yeah. gray parrots. Okay. Did you, Spencer, did you hear parents? I thought, I'm sorry. I thought I heard gray parents. And I, I was like, is that like, what parrots. is that? Parrots. Well, gray is, is a I term, I think, speculate. for like uh, aliens. aliens. And then yeah. I was just like, oh, wait, you're going to try to say that aliens from the continent of Africa... What? what? Whoa. Man, I tried to watch Ancient Aliens again recently. It's so good. It is, but then it just got, like, it got worse. Like, the first couple seasons, you knew it was, like, a bunch of crap and pseudoscience, yeah. but it was fun. It was interesting. And then they just got into where it was, there was the two weird glue dudes, uh, George Suku Gluce. And the then dude the with glasses. The crazy hair? Guys, it's yeah. like, like, and then it was just them and no one else even, like, half-assed reputable wanted to appear anymore and My it just got like so ridiculous loves that kind of i do stuff, too but i can't he's at a young impressionable age so i i don't want him to watch it yet because he's not yet at the age where he can decipher mm. some of that and i don't yeah i don't need skepticism. him going full uh so but once he finally can decipher that stuff is bs i i think he's gonna love that stuff oh man it is so fun but you know there are mysteries out there but half-ass sol- solving it doesn't work but anyway. the pyramids built by aliens as superconductors using the energy of the earth why does the great period of men of giza it doesn't have a burial chamber yeah and- it was built by parrots, African gray parrots, mm-hmm. which exactly. are the best at mm-hmm. understanding human language. And uh, building uh, those sort of things. There, you learned a lot on Did You Know? Some of it true, most of it not. Did you know this guy built a thing called Coral Castle? He didn't call it that in Florida and uh, said he could use different uh, techniques he learned from the ancient Egyptians, Egyptians to levitate and move um, different, you know. I'm, I'm, you could have just ended. Wait, and a second ago, we had the perfect ending. You went for one more, and look what happened. All right, let's do the perfect ending now. Um, did you know Matt's a, a jerk and a bully? Spencer, he's always been kind to me, man. Thank you. Uh, oh, that's why I was you, taking You've side, also always been kind to me. This is not a side thing. Look, I think if uh, if if it is something that's bothering you, we shouldn't be doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. We shouldn't be discussing it as we're trying okay. to do this segment. Let's transition back to the earwax. No. All right, here we go. No. Given the good spray. Stop. How much earwax? Just because you're obsessed with your crappy job doesn't mean everyone else has to be. Time to render a verdict on today's person and behaving badly. There's a Twitter site I follow. T- Twitter site. I sound like a boomer. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, it, uh, a Twitter account uh, yeah, that you follow. It's something like FU I Quit, and it's just people posting uh, bad emails, messages, that kind of stuff from their bosses. Uh, this one says, attention all team members. Our calls off are occurring at a staggering rate, blah, 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 blah. If you call off, you might as well go look for another job. We're no longer tolerating any excuse for calling in. If you're sick, you need to come prove it. If your dog died, you need to bring him in to prove it. If it's a family emergency and you can't say, too bad, go work somewhere else. If you want to only work morning shifts, too bad, go to a bank. And it goes on and on and on and on. That's a ranting manager, huh? Oh, yeah. Basically tells people... uh, um, you know, if you try to call out in the next 30 days, you will not have a job. And then it says, do you know in my 11.5 years at Darden how many days I've called off? Zero. I came in sick. I got in a wreck, literally on my way to work. Airbags went off and I came in on time. There are no excuses. Yeah. Uh, sounds like you garbage. were an idiot. Yeah, that sounds like a you <laughs> problem. Um, and this uh, manager has actually been found out and let go. Yeah. Uh, so today's person beha- behaving badly, already receiving instant karma. Good, good. Um, sending was like, this at the Olive Garden? I feel like I yes, saw this article. This was, yeah, because yeah, Darden is I... the owner of Olive Garden. It yeah. is a manager at Olive Garden in Kansas. <laughs> and I must the, say... Uh, you're, when you're here, your family jokes. I mean, let's start with the sick thing. Because, no, stay away from me if you're sick. Um, this is a food establishment. I'm glad especially they Especially at a food, at a restaurant. Dude, I don't glad, want sick people. I'm glad they can this dude for, one, encouraging his employees to do that. And, two, 
apparently having done so himself in the past. Yeah, don't get the come f into, out of the like, kitchen or around the kitchen. Get go home, you sick mother effer. Sorry, you're, you're it's not annoying a, to me. You're not a hero. It's stupid. You, you're not a martyr. You're just that, Spencer. You're stupid. So part stop of our with work this. culture needs to change. That's the I, dumbest thing ever. Absolutely, and I know there are a lot of people that call Americans lazy in in the East because of uh, our days off and work culture. Also, we have a lot less suicides. Yeah. And then we'll go even. Do uh, we? <laughs> no, I mean compared to some Not of them. Not with the military, at least. So. Uh, it it is a very bad, toxic work environment to have management like that and to expect people to come in when they're sick. And like I said before, do people take advantage of it? Yes, yeah. absolutely. And I find those people usually weed themselves out. Or get caught, but do not make people feel like they have to come in sick or they're yeah. not going to be able to pay rent. Why are you punishing the good employees for and doing their jobs and trying to keep people safe? You do, you're do. you serving the public, damn it. Yeah. and it's, Serve them better, including at, the public that works in your restaurant. Working at a restaurant already sucks. Service yeah. industry is a high-stress a uh, low pay, low reward job. Oh, yeah, you um, got to deal with people like us. <laughs> it's yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. Uh, one more bowl, please, of endless soup or whatever. I don't know if I not, remember. Not but. to mention <laughs> that it's already getting into the holiday season and it, it, times are stressed and ramped up to a thousand. So there you go. Today's person behaving badly. Instant karma. Uh, do not, please, make employees feel like they have to come into work sick because then you'll have what we currently have a GD COVID scare. Thanks a lot. He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. CJ Morgan. On 101X. How much longer will we last? Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. If you're talking with my fiance, hope <laughs> we stay together long. Uh, it's Weird, it's Wired. Let's find out which one it is with Matt Bearden. I was reading about something called the Dyson Spheres, which is this idea you would basically put like a huge array around of the sun. solar panels yeah. around the sun for super, super power that would come straight back to the planet. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And in that, they were talking about the future Mega of humanity. Structure. How long do you think humans will be around. I think a lot of us in our brains take it for granted and think, oh, well, humanity where the top of the food chain will just last forever. But pretty much what we know is that all species on the planet are transitory. We don't last. Sure. We don't last. Uh, everything that's on the planet has only been here for some amount of time, with the yeah. exception of roaches that will be here forever and ever and ever. Ugh. And mosquitoes in Texas, for sure. But uh, most of us are creatures that have been here, you know, roughly 100, 200,000, 300,000 years. Everything and is fine. Even our universe is finite. Um, yeah. It's not infinite. They, in, infinity exists in a mathematical sense, but when it comes to our physical universe, it, it's, it's finite. It exists. And you know what else? The speed of light, you think it's fast? It's actually painfully slow. It's very slow. It's too slow. Well, yeah. Can't the, get the rate of expansion of the universe. Is, that is what there any way I can get you back on this topic yeah, over yeah, here? Yeah. Uh, sorry, man. I got real high and started I, reading about infinity the other night. Well, how, <laughs> the, the idea is that, you know, people are really afraid of AI. Oh, AI is going to come. It's going to take over. But isn't that hmm. really the only way that humanity can spread and survive? I Clones, think so. AI hybrids, that sort of thing. The yeah. only way you're going to keep any kind of human consciousness alive and going is to eliminate the soft machine that is a human body, yeah. which is a real, really poorly designed. Yeah, because even these bodies don't last very long. A hundred years, maybe. Yeah. You know? And even then, they've like the technology with uh, cryogenic freezing, with putting people in stasis, which we would have to do if we were going to colonize outer planets. Uh, it's not there. It doesn't seem that it. The physics of it with the human body seems that it still would not. Work. No, no matter. So, are, we, are we? Are you maybe leading into some cybernetic, like cyborg type stuff, where we replace, become transhumans, or are you maybe leading into uh, where our conscious? He said transhumans. They're destroying our state. Oh, I think you meant something else. I think you meant some kind of transhumanity. Yeah, that's uh, what sorry. A that's what I a just, uh, I was is. triggered into like my <laughs> uncle's online fights. Or. Uh, I guess maybe there's also the idea of uploading a consciousness to a computer well, as well. So I don't know if where you're consciousness headed. is more and possible. more of our computer computer models that we say, hey, what's going to happen with humanity? What's going to happen with uh, climate change? How will I we feed us know. all? They almost all the time come back with, hey, you're going to teach us the computers, everything you know, and then we are now the humanity. So when you think of humanity, are we 
a system of veins and meat and limbs, or are we our, you like that I said meat? Or 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 are we our consciousness? And if we are our consciousness, then it doesn't matter where you put that consciousness, that's humanity. Even if humanity is really just a system of computers that can... And robots that can build and replicate themselves. Uh, I don't know if they. I don't. You think that if you were smarter and a robot, you would eliminate the sex part of the human yeah. condition? It'd just be like you know, family contracts. Or like, if you get hey. married or engaged, you already <laughs> eliminate the sex part of the human condition. Let's be real, my wife. Uh, right. My wife. How like how much of an quality employee would you have been in your twenties if you did not have a sex drive? Not at all, because I worked in radio. Everything I was doing was to try to meet people and get laid. Yeah, there would have been. I would have been, been a poor employee. Okay, 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 okay. Probably would have been a little more entered, awake in the morning when I came into the office. But uh, they, scientists are saying, "Hey, look, here's what we think is going to happen in the future. We think maybe these Dyson spheres they'll will use this immense amount of power for an immense amount of commuting and uh, computing, and that there may be still some soft human like." You know, beings on the planet, but that our population will probably shrink tremendously. We oh, won't need God. the same amount of humans. Um, we won't want the same amount of humans. Phew, good. You so. know, the thing with a Dyson sphere, though, is it would take the energy and technology of a Dyson sphere to, to build, build a Dyson yeah, sphere. That's, so that's it's too there's, big. There's, there's no kind technology. of like, a, it's more sci fi now, but yeah, there's that kind of weird fallacy with, uh, with being able to do it because you need. That already existing to be able to do it. Plus, when you put the brand name Dyson on, it's going to cost way more than it should. It's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm going to call this one, I guess, weird. The moment Jim Carrey knew SNL wasn't going to happen, or Fit, or NBC in general, uh, many famous people have gone on to have great careers, become instrumental entertainers, comedians, movie stars because of SNL. And then there's a, a good group of people that you would have thought would have come up in the SNL ranks, and they didn't, like uh, the famous Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites of all time, because as a kid, people were like, oh, man, you're just like Jim Carrey. I was like, yeah, because I saw Ace Ventura Pet Detective and watched In Living oh, Color, yeah, and I yeah. wanted to be like him. You wanted to put asparagus in your mouth and go, ha, ra, ra, Well, because he was, he was wild like I was. So I loved doing impressions. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, and uh, man, Ace Ventura too, bro. That's a good one, but. He crawls out of the rhino's butt. Oh, so dumb. So those, those movies are so stupid, but, but uh, I don't so know why, because I love Jim Carrey growing up too. It was a big fan of the more animated like comedians and stuff. Like oh, yeah, Mark, that's like Martin Chris Farley Lawrence was another one of mine. Chris Farley, absolutely. The way he could control his sort of rage, you know what I mean? Yeah. And be charismatic at the same time. Like his character in uh, Dirty Work is a perfect example oh, yeah, yeah. of this really traumatized, jaded guy who's also like real sweet. <laughs> well, <laughs> just also just his, his little moments of uh, oh, when man. he was on the uh, on the bus in Billy Madison, like he, even his just character <laughs> where he's like, God turn this yeah. goddamn <laughs> just he was able to, yes. to do that. And then I also loved his physical comedy Man. of being out, like breaking tables and chairs and falling over. And I did a lot of that as a kid. That's, and even, a, that's a big dude who was willing to sacrifice the, himself. Yeah, go the extra mile for physical comedy. And, you know, you don't always see that in a lot of big dudes. You no. Know I mean? Big chubbers. He had so much energy. Did you yeah. see, uh, there's the, and again, we're, we're drifting here, but that's okay. Uh, there was the, it was either Conan or Letterman. I think it was Conan where he, they introduce uh, Chris Farley. He comes running in, yeah. goes crazy. He grabs a guy, pulls him outside, yeah. throws him in the dumpster. So dumb. Does like a flip <laughs> or something on stage. Yeah, because he comes running down the aisles. We were talking about. Oh, yeah. He's like high fiving and a slap at people's hands. Oh, oh yeah. He's, like he's uh man. Yeah, uh, what a good time. And so many in my Joe's Crab Shack days when we used to do the dances or birthdays, I would purposely do pratfalls and fall over tables, knock everything down. Like, and it had to get more. More and more, because it, it came to where my coworkers were expecting it, so I had to do it more dramatic to where I really was getting hurt, <laughs> and that's just because I idled guys like Chris Farley. Yeah, and then uh, and the attention, but yeah, well, obviously, obviously idolizes the attention. people. <laughs> and uh, Jim Carrey, one of the big ones I idolized, uh, talking about his audition with SNL that didn't uh, didn't go so well. And I remember a famous story of Phil Hartman auditioning for SNL that uh, Matt Sadler, the old chicken wing, told me that he like goes there and they're like, he's like, I'm going to do some impressions. Like, oh, uh, yeah, what impressions? He goes, I don't do impressions. And just like did a very weird 
kind of thing and, and got back to another audition where he did those. But here's uh, Jim Carrey talking about a bizarre situation when he knew this wasn't going to happen. My name is Jim Carrey, and uh, this is my Saturday Night Live audition. The day I was auditioning for Saturday Night Live, I got out of my car and I heard a voice say, don't jump. And I looked up at the top of the building and there was an NBC page standing on the logo trying to get the nerve up to jump off and kill himself. And I went, this is not going to happen. So there you go. Didn't didn't go with NBC. Instead, went with the amazing Fox show in Living Color. Hell yeah. He uh, was the token white guy. That's my favorite part. Oh, yeah. But he was, <laughs> he was awesome. I mean, they were all great. That was a fun show. I remember watching that growing up. Barely, because yeah. I was pretty young. But like my dad loved watching all that stuff. It, it was great. And I think uh, two or three seasons was when they were really peaking. And then by season three, I think the network and other people started tinkering. And the Wayans brothers kind of yeah. got very jaded by it and it started falling off after that but Shame. man short lived but sometimes it's for the best you know yeah yeah you get all the gold have... out and then it's like eh, there's no meandering about like some seasons of SNL where the you know the writing can sort of suffer it but goes up and down so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. often so much so, it makes sense I mean that's, that's kind of a good thing is Jim Carrey didn't do that and then he was in like three hit movies back to back oh yeah like uh, The Mask uh, his Ace Ventura ones and what was uh, I think maybe Liar Liar was it Dumb and Dumber excuse me Dumb and Dumber so, was, yeah, yeah so he I would made say Ace three Ventura, huge hits Dumb and Dumber and The Mask were the his like massive yeah. ones and then so much I mean dude just him Completely sinking into the life of Andy Kaufman, yeah. who he also adored. And this was very and then, shortly after. This was like in '98 or '99 when they were starting to do that. Yeah, and I think that's from this documentary, the audio we played too. I remember watching that, uh, him talking about Is it. Is it Jim and Andy? Because that's one that's out. Something I think like I that. It's, this that. Okay. is a Netflix one where it's mostly him retailing things, and then they also share a lot of the footage, which was blocked for quite a long time because you know, I don't know whatever the parent company was, Universal or whatever, they were you know Viacom? wanting to protect Jim Carrey's like image too. Yeah, because it could seem like he was kind of crazy or and like you know an a hole because he was acting like Andy Kaufman, doing all this tricky oh, stuff, yeah, yeah. tricking people as Andy Kaufman. So, you know, they're like, well, this guy, you know, he had three big smack hits, you know, we want to kind of protect him and, you know, keep this sort of image of him away for a long time until, I guess, 2018 or whenever they did this. When he's already become a bearded weirdo and does his weird things. Yeah, so it no longer matters as much. And I thought it was kind of interesting watching him interview about this and sort of the mind set that he had and things like that, because he's not... He, he he gets a little existential and spiritual about things too. Seems I like think. a dude that discovered yeah. LSD and yeah, really, exactly. You know, changed his life. <laughs> he likes painting now too. I think. Oh hell yeah! Even even like him more now. Let's go trip. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pewter, Austin, one hundred one X.